Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor here. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's an honor. And uh, thank you for all of your email messages. And I'll pose the question one more time. Words and actions are a barometer. What have you seen or heard lately that you go, oh, yeah, I know where that person stands. And look, I'm not trying to create more division where there is already an abundance, but it's kind of funny to me. And I'll tell you a real quick example. I was talking with somebody and I, I was listening to them. And they said, well, out of an abundance of caution, I'm going to. And I went, mm, mm. she masked. <laughs> she took she bo- took both rounds of the Pfizer jab, and she probably has all 86 boosters. Uh, but give me a call. Let me know. 844-TALK-989. Uh, on a serious note, let's welcome in, welcome back, State Representative Beth Lear from Ohio's 61st District. Uh, State Representative Lear, how are you today? Doing great. Things are getting really crazy down at the state house, and we have problems at the federal level too. So I'm glad you're letting me talk about that today. Absolutely. Well, where do you want to start? You want to start at the state house, or do you want to start at the federal level? Because I'm ready to talk both. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's going on. This actually involves uh, both areas. The issue of government support for unions and icing out free market and businesses that aren't unionized, this is a huge problem when they're using our tax dollars to pay extra money so they can get their union friends jobs who then turn around and pay dues to their union leaders who then turn around and take that money and give it back to the politicians. They are monolithic, unions are, in supporting the Bidens, the the, the alt-left, the the progressive movements and pushes in our schools. Um, but they don't ever tell you that. And, and, and in fact, they, they wordsmith a lot. And in, I think this one's called, this is a neutrality agreement. That sounds nice. It's neutrality. It sounds good. It's, it's, it's equitable. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about this. What is going on in the Biden administration and how can, how can we put a stop to it and why should we put a stop to it? Well, we should stop it because, again, it's taking taxpayer dollars and spending more than is necessary because they want to hire only and use only uh, unions to do the work, the construction work, the the contract work, whatever the case may be, which has been proven to inflate costs by like 20 percent. And so right now, um, what I've been talking about in in an op-ed that I created uh, for Senator Vance, but also uh, to the public, is just asking them to stop the Biden admin from hurting workers and businesses with these so-called neutrality agreements. And if you want to get in a little bit to the nitty-gritty of what that means, I'm happy to talk about it. Absolutely. uh, So just tee it up for you. A neutrality agreement is a government-encouraged contract between employers and union organizers, this type of agreement, which businesses are being pressured to accept, robs companies of their right to speak to their own employees about the pros and cons of any proposed unionization. It imposes a de facto gag order on businesses, which should be a violation of the First Amendment, uh, ensuring that employees get only one side of the story about the proposal to organize the union side of the story. That comes directly from your op-ed, which, by the way, is up now at theohiopressnetwork.com. And the headline is, Senator Vance, please stop the Biden administration from hurting workers and businesses with so-called neutrality agreements. So um, 
that's the essence of it. There's a, they're, they're trying to put a gag order on businesses to speak out against unionization. What else? And the way they do this, this is the what else, is they pressure businesses. If you want government business, you really need to have a neutrality agreement in place, which allows these unions to come in and try to organize all their employees. It gives private personal data of um, employees to the unions. So the unions can even come to your home and invade your privacy and that of your family to try to pressure you to join a union. It keeps the management from knowing what's going on, and they're not allowed to talk to their own employees about maybe there are some negatives with having a union. Maybe you're going to see your pay cut. Maybe you're going to lose some of your benefits. Who knows? But they're not allowed to talk to the employees about it. So we've got those issues. We've got a hidden card check system, which is a way to force the employees to vote publicly so that everybody knows how they're voting, which is yet another manipulation, worker intimidation. So there's a lot going on from the Biden administration to try to force unionization down the throats of the private sector, and we need to put a stop to it. And just to remind our listeners who go, well, wait a minute, I think I understand this. Why are they doing it? Here's why they're doing it. Because when the union gets money, you know what they do with it? They give it back. They give it back to politicians for their campaigns. They promote activism, progressive activism in our schools, and they call it legal. Now, the challenge, some of you are going, well, wait a minute, I thought the Freedom Foundation helped people opt out. They do. The Janus decision said that government unions Well, this includes other types of unions, not just government unions, but private industry unions. Uh, What should our listeners do, Representative? Well, I would encourage them to call uh, Senator Vance's office. I mean, frankly, calling Brown would be a waste of your time. He's very supportive of all of this pay-to-play garbage. But Senator Vance um, has been proving to be a frontline warrior on all of our issues. We need to let him know that this is also important. We don't want to unionize any more of our country. It's socialism. It's communism. People should have the right to decide if they want to join a union or not. And if not, they shouldn't have to pay dues. They should have a right to work. So we have about two minutes here. I want to pivot to the state house. Uh, I talked about the marijuana legislation and how the Senate reached a bipartisan agreement and then kicked it over to the House and then they went to recess. <laughs> and you're not scheduled back till next week. Senate Bill 83 passed out of a House committee and that's the one that would enhance higher education in the state of Ohio. And Jason Stevens says, I don't have I don't have the votes for that. Um, lots of shenanigans. What's going on at the State House that we need to know about? Uh, there are shenanigans going on. I mean, I'm sad to say that our Second Amendment Preservation Act um, is being fought internally. That is something that says no, the ATF, when they changed their laws to continue to violate the Second Amendment. Right now, Ohio automatically accepts any change that the ATF makes and says, yeah, we'll do it too. We need to put a stop to that. Uh, That's a really important piece of legislation we need to vote on. House Bill 183, the bill that protects women and children in bathrooms and locker rooms, we need to pass that. That's hopefully going to have a vote in committee next week. 
maybe be on the floor. But I just want to encourage listeners, pay attention to what's happening or not happening down at the state house. And remember that when you go to vote in the primary in March. I'm going to say this, and it's maybe a shameless plug, but if you're not yet at the Ohio Press Network, at theohiopressnetwork.com, get there. And then when you get to the search bar, type up, search up, bipartisanship or betrayal. It's been a year. You can look back now at what I'm going to call, again, the shenanigans of the Blue 22 and how Jason Stevens got into power. A lot of people said, oh, that's crazy. I think if you read that article and you look back, you go, huh, the people who said he struck a deal – there's some merit to what they're saying. And so, you know, you have a supermajority of Republicans in both chambers. You have a trifecta, Republicans at every level of government. And some of the more conservative pieces of legislation can't seem to get out of committee or on the floor or over the finish line in the House. It's a problem. Uh, State Representative Lear, thank you for spending time with us this morning. I know we'll have you back uh, probably next week or the the week after to get some updates. Um, But thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity as well. To publish your letter to the editor. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. And uh, I just can't believe how quickly this time goes. So uh, final segment next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Andrea is a loyal listener to the show and loyal reader at the Ohio Press Network. She sent me a text. The question was, words and actions are a barometer. What do you hear or see? And you go, yep. <laughs> I know I know which side of the aisle they're sitting on. I believe in science bumper sticker. That's, that's perfect. I believe in science bumper sticker. That is a really good one. They believe in political science, don't they, Andrea? <laughs> Not biology. We can't talk about biology. Well, you can't talk about biology if you're a Supreme Court justice because if you're not a biologist, you can't define what a female is, I think. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, it's been a show today. It, what, a, what a great time. Um, I want to thank Bob Clegg, GOP strategist, who joined me in studio and uh, – we talked turkey about last night's fourth GOP presidential debate in Alabama. And uh, Mark Weaver, friend of the show, weighed in on the presidential debate. Uh, he believes that two should fall off, Vivek and Chris Christie, and the business should be done by Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And then uh, State Senator Jerry Serino talk to us about Senate Bill 83. And I'm going to implore you to ignore what the press is saying about Senate Bill 83. It does not ban diversity, equity, and inclusion training. It bans the requirement for the training. See, this is the nuance that the press misses. And this is the the word smithing game that progressives play. If you say, I don't want masks to be mandated they go oh, oh, oh how are we going to be safe you wear a mask 
Just because it's not mandated doesn't mean that you can't wear it. Just because diversity, equity, and inclusion training is not mandated doesn't mean that it can't be done. It just means that it can't be mandated. The same people want the government out of their wombs because they want to kill babies until they're up to, you know, right, right on the threshold of being born. But they, they don't want you to um, say that the government can't mandate anything because that's the government getting in the way. I mean, it's just the reasoning is circular. It's inconsistent. But, you know, that's what happens when you live in a world, a postmodern world. It is a world where there is no moral absolute. It is a world where everything is relative. Um, when you hear somebody say, well, that's not my truth. Sweetheart, there is no your truth. There is the truth. And if you don't believe the truth, that doesn't make the truth any less true. It means that your opinion is inaccurate or unqualified. Uh, Bob France was with us at 1206. Bob always does a great job. We, we squared off on Vivek. He doesn't like Vivek, doesn't think he's a serious candidate. I don't think anyone on that stage is a serious candidate. I think they're all, you know, in a horse race for second place, frankly. And I think Vivek made a commitment to tell the truth and to go scorched earth, and he's done it. And I think it's impressive. I appreciate how he calls things what they are. And I believe his one of his greatest ideas, two of his greatest ideas are untangling from China, making sure that they're not producing any pharmaceutical stuff, whether it's the drugs or the input to the drugs, and that they're not involved in the creation or manufacture of our airplanes or fighter jets or weaponry. Why would we do that? They're the greatest global power in the world right now, and they're desperate. How else do you explain that COVID originated there, not in a wet market, in a lab, and they lied about it? They lied about the data. But we're going to trust them to make drugs that we put into our bodies. We're going to trust them to make the airplanes that we would fly in a war. Are you kidding me? The thing I loved that Vivek said last night, too, was we've got to make a clean break here. We can't be sleeping in the same bed anymore. Big company and big government. You got a divorce. That's it. Public-private partnerships. Republicans in Ohio talk about them. Uh, John Husted loves public-private partnerships. I don't. The government has no business being in business. Well, Jack, you got to regulate. Yes, there are certain things that you do need to regulate. And then you get out. I mean, there's trillions of dollars of failed investments, investments or interventions by the government. And by the way, when the government gets involved, here's the thing that you need to understand if you don't already. Oftentimes, there's somebody in private industry begging, pleading for the government to get involved. You know why? Because they lie to the government about how much it costs to manufacture something. So they, they exaggerate the cost to produce something. Mm -hmm. And then they have the government set price ceilings really high. And so they have a monopoly. They use the government as a revenue source. We need to stop that garbage. And, and I think Vivek spoke to it very well last night. And then uh, State Representative Beth Lear, thank you for unpacking uh, <laughs> for us a pretty – what sounds like a really complex issue – which is this um, Biden administration push for neutrality agreements 
And that's where um, employers and union organizers essentially have to get along in the government, or excuse me, if you want to get a government contract, you have to have a neutrality agreement, which basically says it's a gag order. You can't tell your workers why unions are bad, how they might drive up costs, how they might lower competition, how the long run impact on your company or your business might look two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. My grandpa was a union president, and I, you know, I understand how important it is to stand up for the working man. I, I saw it and heard it my whole life, but I've also seen the uh, mano y mano between you know workers and leaders and organizations, and how when things get unwieldy, businesses fail. They fail. Um, what else? Don't have time to go all the way through this, but I think it's important to share with you. House GOP files resolution to formalize Biden impeachment inquiry. They released the text of a resolution to formalize the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And uh, that came today. That story broke uh, just a few minutes ago. It's a 14 page measure. It's House Resolution 9. 18, directing certain committees to continue their ongoing investigations as part of the existing House of Representatives inquiry into whether sufficient grounds exist for the House of Representatives to exercise its constitutional power to to impeach Joseph Biden, President of the United States of America, and for other purposes. So uh, we will, I will look at that tonight and uh, maybe we'll get I'd love to get Jim Jordan. He's he's chairman of the powerful House Judiciary Committee, and uh, he's been on with us a few times. And the House Judiciary Committee is part of the trifecta. It's uh, government oversight, it's ways and means, and it's the judiciary. Those three committees are very deep into the investigation of the international business syndicate that the Bidens created and that Hunter Biden, according to Joe Biden, is the only one who profited from, unfortunately. A lot of arrows now pointing to Joe Biden. So that will be what ramps up and drives the impeachment uh, if it does happen. So uh, we'll give you the latest on it tomorrow. Be back here at 11 o'clock. Thanks for listening today.